This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, Coffee with Carrie, then make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee Homeschool and Step with God. And then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement too. You can also find me at Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think, no, I know, you're going to be encouraged. <laughs> And welcome to season three of Coffee with Carrie. Thanks for hanging out with us the past two seasons and for sharing our podcast with your friends. And what better way to kick off season three and a new school year than to spend our time dedicating our lives, our homes, and our homeschooling to the Lord? So, our first episode in season three is about one of my favorite homeschooling traditions Dedication Day. This was the day I would spend in prayer dedicating our new school year to the Lord. It was the day I spent on my knees seeking God's face, His guidance, and His plans for our school year. Now, my second favorite tradition each year was our first day of school. And on this day, our family spent time together dedicating our school year to the Lord as well. It was the first thing we did before taking our goofy first day pictures and then digging into our first unit of study. Now, in this week's podcast, I want to share with you my day of dedication. It's kind of morphed over the years, but this is basically what I did each summer before we started school. Hopefully, you might like what you hear and perhaps start this tradition too. Now, one day in the summer, usually in August, my hubby would take the kids on an all-day adventure. Yes, my day of dedication was an extended time with the Lord all by myself. Now, if your hubby can't keep your kiddos occupied for an entire day, a half day is good enough. And if your hubby can't do it, then ask a grandparent or a friend to help you out. The idea is to give God your undivided attention. And this means undivided attention. (laughs) So don't start a load of laundry before you start your day of dedication. You don't need the extra distractions. Oh, and for added measure, if it fits in your budget, ask your hubby to bring home dinner when they come back. This way you don't have the distraction during the day of prepping dinner in the middle of your prayer time. Now, my day of dedication was really very simple. There was nothing fancy to it. I actually used Exodus 3.5 and Joshua 3.5 as my guidelines. Now in Exodus 3.5, Moses was about to receive God's plans for him and for his people. God told him, Moses, take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Right now, moms, you are on the threshold of another year of learning with your child. This is hallowed ground. You're standing on holy ground. You're about to receive God's mighty call on your life and on the lives of your children for another year of learning. 
He has a marvelous plan for you and for your family. We just need to sit back, trust, obey, and walk in faith. Now in Joshua 3, 5, Joshua and the Israelites were on the cusp of finally entering the promised land. And Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you tomorrow, or maybe this coming school year or next month, God will be doing amazing things among you and your children as you homeschool. God has delivered you from the snares of lies and the pit of deception. He's taken you out of the school system that is steeped in indoctrination, and in some cases, places that are full of contempt for God and His truths. God has brought you and your children home so that you can bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord, so that you can be your child's first and primary teacher. The Lord has great plans for this generation, and He has great plans for your children. He's giving you and me the opportunity to teach them through the lens of a biblical worldview. And like Joshua, use this day of dedication to consecrate yourselves and your children as you begin a new chapter of mothering, training, disciplining, and teaching. You are on holy ground. God brought you home for a reason. He has set you and your children apart. Use this day to consecrate yourself to get ready to march into the promised land, the land that God is calling you to enter this school year. Okay, so go get your Bible and maybe any prayer journal or notebook that you might use while you're having your personal quiet time with the Lord. Next, get any of the plans, lists, ideas, outlines, lessons, anything that you've been writing out for your year and for each child. You know, all of your brainstorming you've been doing over the summer. Then retrieve all of the teacher guides, books, textbooks, literature books, DVDs, workbooks, devotionals, maps, whatever. Whatever you think you might be using this year in your homeschooling or the resources and curriculum that you're considering to use. Now, find a room or floor space open enough so that you could spread it all out. Yep, that's right. Put it all on the floor, spread it out at the feet of Jesus. There's no rhyme or reason, no organization to it. Just spread it all out so that you can pray over all of it. Now, if there's a particular program or a curriculum or a resource that you're, you're still on the fence about, something you aren't sure that you should use, or if you should use it at all, then definitely pray over these materials in particular. So after spreading everything out on the floor, I get on my knees. Sometimes I even lay flat on the ground. I pray over the material and humbly ask God for wisdom, for guidance, and for his insight. (laughs) I ask him to reveal to me what his desires are for each child and what he wants our family to learn and the character traits or the heart issues he wants us to work on this school year. I ask God to bless our curriculum, our motives, and our walk in obedience. I humbly pray that everything our hands find to do this coming year, that we'll do it to please God and not man. I humbly pray that everything we do and say and learn will be for God's glory and for his honor. I pray on my knees and ask that we would meet God in a new way this coming year.
that he would reveal himself to us, his love and his faithfulness in ways that we could not even imagine. I pray for peace in all that we do and that it's that unshakable peace that surpasses all understanding. I pray for God to make the impossible possible, whatever that is this year. Maybe it's an academic challenge, a financial need, a health concern, a new job or home, whatever. Whatever we feel is totally impossible that only with God could it happen. I pray from the heart, but I also pray scripture back to God and insert names and specific intentions. I also pray a dedication prayer that I wrote up many moons ago and that I've amended each year depending on the ages of the kids, the needs of our family, and the fears in my heart. Here's the dedication prayer I usually pray. Lord, I dedicate this year to you and rejoice in your faithfulness to us. We stand on the promises you made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and on the promises you have given us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. As we begin a new season of educating, training, and preparing our children to serve you, we ask you to crown this year with your goodness. In Psalm 65:11, it says, Our path will drip with abundance, Lord. May your peace that surpasses all understanding fill our lives and guard our hearts and minds this year. Thank you for calling us to educate our children at home. We accept this mission humbly and with a sense of eternal purpose. We know as your children, we've been set apart, declared holy. We know that this is a chosen generation. I stand on your promises that our children will fulfill what you have planned for them. Father, use this year to work in their lives for your glory. We declare this year to be a season of great growth physically, spiritually, emotionally, and academically. Lord, I claim the promises in 1 Corinthians 2.9 for both of my children. What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things that God has prepared for those who love him. I pray your heavenly plans far exceed my earthly vision for each of my children. I also stand on the promises made in Daniel 2.22 that this will be a year of revelation. Lord, you give wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. You reveal the deep and hidden things. To you, O God of my fathers, I give you thanks and praise because you have given me wisdom and power. I pray you will continue to make known to me what we have requested and what we need to know to train and teach our children. I pray, Lord, that we will be strong in you and in your mighty power. I stand before you and put on the full armor of God so that we can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, Lord, remind me to put on the full armor of God each and every day so that when the day of evil comes, we may be able to stand our ground. I pray, Lord, that as we delight in your word each and every day, that we will be like a tree planted by living waters, ready to bring forth its fruit in its due season. I humbly pray we will follow your plans for this year. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. It, this is just an idea of what I would pray each year as I dedicated our lives, our home, our homeschool, and our hearts to the Lord for a new school year. 
You can use whatever scriptures you want to pray back to the Lord. You can pray from the heart. You can write your own prayer, or you can use this or amend it. If you would like a written copy of our dedication prayer, subscribe to Coffee with Carrie newsletter in September, and I'll send it to you as a gift for joining us. Now, the next thing I do is I pray over each child specifically. God created them uniquely and gifted them uniquely. He knows their strengths and weaknesses. He knows their God-given purposes. I pray for God to reveal to me several things. One, what area of Francesca and Joseph's life does he want me to cultivate or to prune? Is there a heart issue we need to work on? Is there a friendship that needs to be removed? Is there an attitude that needs adjusting? Is there a gift laying dormant that needs to be encouraged? Is there a passion that needs to be cultivated? I pray for opportunities, for doors to open, for doors to close, for the right people to come into our lives, and for the wrong people to be removed. Then second, I want God to reveal what academic areas does he want me to focus on with Francesca and with Joseph? Is there a skill or a subject that needs more attention this year, or more help, or more time on it? Is there a topic or a subject that isn't really needed right now or in this season of their lives? I pray for God to reveal why certain skills or concepts are troubling to them. Is it because maybe she isn't mature enough or mentally or physically ready to learn something? If so, I pray for patience and courage to just sit back and to let it go for a while. Is it because there's a physical, emotional, or mental reason for the challenge? If so, I pray for wisdom and discernment on how to address the need or the problem. If it's something I just don't have any control over, then I just pray for faith. If it's a control issue for me, I pray that I would decrease so that Jesus would increase more. And then thirdly, I pray for a specific Bible verse for our year and a specific Bible verse for each child. Now, usually during the summer, a particular verse or a theme, or a word will keep coming up repeatedly in conversation, or during my Bible study time, or while I'm planning and brainstorming. During my day of dedication, I ask God to reveal a theme verse for the year for our family. Sometimes it's a promise from the Bible, sometimes it's a command. One year when the kids were younger, God clearly put on my heart Ecclesia 9.10 and Colossians 3.23. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your heart. And whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for human masters. Now, Francesca wasn't putting forth her best efforts and things that she didn't like doing. Joe didn't do things at all that he felt weren't important. And I was comparing everything we were doing to others instead of doing it for the Lord. It was clear that year we all needed an attitude adjustment in our work ethic, in our work motives, and our work perspective. So these two verses became our theme verse as a family for the year. I printed it and posted it everywhere. I wrote it in their daily to-do notebooks. I put it on a bookmark and placed it in my Bible. It was on our school wall for all to see as a constant reminder. I prayed this verse every Friday as I planned our lessons for the next week, and I would add specific things to it as I prayed. Then, during my day of dedication, I would seek the Lord for a Bible verse for each child. Now, last year was Joe's senior year. 
It was an important launching year. So the Lord placed in my heart Isaiah 30, 21. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. This was the year that Joe would come to some very important crossroads. I prayed diligently all year long that Joe would not be swayed by the craziness going on in the world around us, the nonsense that was taking place during the election year, that he wouldn't succumb to the lies and the half-truths he was seeing on social media, and the indoctrination he would encounter as he began to take a few college classes at the JC. I prayed God would strengthen his leadership abilities, fortify his foundation, and make his faith his own. Again, this became his first for the year. I wrote this on the school wall. I printed it in his daily to-do notebook. I put it in my Bible and next to his school books. This way, every week as I planned, I would be reminded to pray this prayer over Joe. When he was filling in college applications, we prayed this prayer together. Every day as I prayed for the kids, I specifically prayed this prayer for Joe and added specific petitions for the week, depending on what activities he had or decisions he needed to make. Now, once I spend the morning praying over our curriculum and praying for each child, I then spend the afternoon implementing all that God has showed me. I spend the afternoon printing our family theme verse and hanging it up everywhere. I spend the afternoon writing out academic, spiritual, personal, and physical goals for each child, and then writing Bible verses that I God gave me that I would be praying over them. I would spend the afternoon finalizing our curriculum, our activities, and our classes that we would use and what we would do that year. Then I would spend the rest of the day organizing our home, reorganizing our shelves and closets, and decluttering our spaces for our new year. I would then take all of the things I had spread out on the floor to pray over, and I would give them a place in our office, our learning spaces, and on the shelves. I really can't think or function if my physical space is screaming disorder or indecision, so the physical act of decluttering and reorganizing helps me put into action all that God revealed to me during my day of dedication. So by the time the kids got home, I felt mentally and spiritually ready for a new year of learning, and our space was physically ready for another new year of learning. At the end of my dedication day, am I 100% certain about everything we would be doing for the year? No, but I feel a sense of peace knowing that God is truly in charge of our new school year and that I have a better sense of the direction our path will take that year, who will be on the path with us, and what my marching orders are for the year. Now, of course, before I finalize anything, I run it all by my husband. He usually sees habits and attitudes that need to be addressed. He notices skills that need some improvement, and he usually has creative ideas on how to teach or move forward with some of our challenges. Then when our first day arrives, we make it super special. The first thing we do is dedicate the year to the Lord as a family. For more ideas on how to organize your home and plans for the year, how to create a first day traditions, and how to begin with a soft start, check out Season 1, Episodes number 26, 27, and 28. I think you'll find them very helpful. If you would like a copy of our first day of school prayer, make sure you subscribe to our Coffee with Carrie newsletter at coffeewithcarrie.org. As a gift, I'll send you a copy of my dedication day prayer, as well as our first day of school prayer and family dedication. 
If you decide to do a dedication day, I would love to hear from you. Email me or send me a DM on Instagram, letting me know what you did and how God blessed your time and your day in prayer. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and that the Lord may turn his face towards you and give you peace this school year. And may he crown your year with his goodness and may your paths drip with abundance. Thank you for hanging out with us and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Don't forget to check out my new book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Now, if you heard something you liked, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week, or share it with a friend who will be homeschooling for the first time this year. If you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie podcasts and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschooling mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and our book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless and see you next time.